back to the podcast. Different name, I think. I think I'm going to commit to the All of It podcast. So welcome to the All of It podcast, people. But we're back because I'm feeling the need to have more projects occupying my brain space. And I thought, what better guest to have back than one of my best friends, Jason Cox. We need all the chill best friend vibes as I dive into my first episode back with no plan whatsoever. So good luck with this because it might be crazy. And I'm just going to try to go with the flow. I was going to say Joe Rogan style, but I really like definitely don't want to use that as an example. But just I'm just going to go with it, run with it, talk about life. Um, and really the... The next few episodes are going to be a lot of reflecting back with past guests on how life has changed for them. So many people um, have experienced so many different life changes recently, good, bad, ugly, amazing. Um, And yeah, I just want to dive in and talk to Jason about how COVID and all this upheaval of life has affected his work has affected his creativity, freelance, all that stuff. I know we can all relate. I know I can. Um, so let's jump right in. So how are you? I'm fine. Been an exhausting morning. I feel low energy. Yeah, I feel you. Just so we're going for it. Drinking. I have two very it. conflicting things. It's like an energy drink thing and then also a Negroni. Ah! The duality of man. I should have made a drink, but it's actually only 1 p.m. here. I guess that's weird. Listen, it's 5 o'clock somewhere. Not even Honestly, here, but 5 o'clock somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> also, who needs to wait to a specific time, you know? It's quarantine, baby. It's quarantine, baby. All right, Jason Cox photo. That's what my friend calls you. <laughs> Just calls me Jason Wait. Cox photo. Do you remember uh, Daniel? The one yeah, my friend that came Daniel, from California? Yeah, I remember Daniel, yeah, yeah, we took him out to Manchester by the Sea. That was awesome. I remember Daniel. He calls me Jason Cox Soto. He calls you Jason Cox Soto. Listen, the brand is strong. The brand is strong. <laughs> I'm probably going to use all this, like, audio B-roll. In yeah, so intro shit. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. So I felt like we had talked a couple weeks ago about how much this year has affected not only your work but also your mental health and everything locked up between that especially as a self-employed individual and i thought what better topic to talk about than that because literally 90 percent of the people i know are dealing with the same struggles and i just I don't even know where to begin, really, but I guess overall, like, before we dive super deep, like, has <laughs> has coronavirus affected your freelance work as a photographer? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it, like, pretty massively, honestly. Um, last This time last year, don't get me wrong, I'm still able to, like, survive for now on a day-to-day basis. Um, <laughs> definitely living off savings that I had built up. Um, which was, to be honest, the first time in my life I actually had savings um, was going into this year. Uh, I mm. have been building my business for 
I don't know. I think I started shooting like weddings in 2013, I guess concerts in 2012, I guess you could kind of call that the start, but um, a lot of my money was being put back into my business, upgrading my gear, getting myself going, um, paying rent in a city that is just very, very expensive to live in. Um, and I just never, I was, it was consistently month to month. It was like, okay, I better book a shoot so I can pay rent this month um, <laughs> and not piss off my roommates by being like, hey, I'm going to be a couple days late on rent. I'll cover the fee, but I'm going to be late. And I hate doing that. Um, and I wasn't doing that for, for a while now. Um, this was like the year I was looking at getting like a studio apartment or maybe like a two bedroom. Um, I consider taking over a friend's lease and stuff like that. And I uh, really just kept on moving forward as like at that point of my business. But um, mm-hmm. when COVID hit, I was kind of doing the numbers about the thousands and thousands of dollars I instantly lost. But is it because of weddings? Like we had a lot of weddings like booked up or funny, something. Yeah. Funny enough. It's actually weddings that kept me afloat this fall. Um, I had a lot of travel work for the Premier League lined up. Um, as I'm still doing photo work for the Premier League, doing um, the English Premier League, doing a lot of their social events around the uh, the continental U.S. I guess we'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, and we had had planned for the end of March a huge, giant festival that was going to happen um, in Philadelphia. And I, I love Philly. Philly is one of my favorite places to go. I have a lot of good friends from there and I was super happy. And also it's one of my biggest paychecks. Um, mm-hmm. It's kind of that job that I didn't think that I was going to have and then got and have been over the moon, not only because I work with a great team, but I finally feel like I am seeing the hard work for years of doing this payoff. Um, and we do three of them a year and it makes up well over two thirds of my income, my yearly income, uh, working for this company. Wow. And, uh, yeah, it's probably around two thirds I'd I'd wager at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, and on top of that, it's one of my favorite gigs. I feel like I get to see so like really cool cities and meet really, really amazing people that then builds my business in other ways. Um, some of the very few shoots I've been able to do, one of which actually came from somebody I met at one of those, uh, at one of those events. Uh, we, mm. we featured an amazing uh, designer and he works for 47 brand that does a lot of like sports merchandise around. And he did a amazing clothing line um, that he did like a limited run of these really cool distress, like hand distress t-shirts uh, based on like just iconic moments. Um <laughs> actually have it it came in today shout out ty uh it's super <laughs> cool. um he he gave me one today uh or he sent me one um and hopefully we'll be doing some more stuff together soon but um not having access to these larger scale events has i don't want to say crippled my business but not being able to travel has um i was doing a lot of other travel gigs last year for another company i work for um but when you talked about weddings, actually, that's been the one thing that has kind of kept me going. Every wedding I had on the books for this year ended up happening. Now, oh wow, not I, which sounds crazy, but mm-hmm. um, in the ways that they were done, I for the most part, everyone that was my own wedding looked inc- like that I booked uh, myself, not through another company or anything, was very, very, very different than normal. Um, mm-hmm. 
one wedding was taking place at a person's house on Martha's Vineyard with a small group of people. No plus ones were allowed. Family members were basically immediate family only. Um, and when everyone landed, they had to like get like rapid tested at this place, like right down the street from the the the, the house. The ceremony mm-hmm. was held on site. Like it was very much confined to like that. And then other ones mm-hmm. I've had were completely masked um for the most part except for like bride and grooms and stuff like that uh getting while they're like getting married but even after that they would like at the reception and stuff they'd still wear masks and it was it was very cautious and very distanced Mm -hmm. and uh I've been getting COVID tested pretty regularly um I'm I'm lucky that I live in Massachusetts because we definitely have handled it better than a lot of places Mm -hmm. around the the United States um but weddings, to be honest, are probably going to be the thing that keeps me going even through this winter. Um, it's kind of an inevitability. People get married. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to be getting, I'm hopefully booking some some great clients for 2021. Um, I'm about to put out like wedding packaging and stuff like that so I can start to market. Um, but yeah, surprisingly, that's the one thing that even if they got moved, which m- most of my weddings did get moved, um, they just happened differently still safe mm-hmm. but differently a lot of outside weddings for sure and you said you're still able to like I guess that's one benefit too is to plan for 2021 it's like not only are people hopeful it's like you have now the opportunity to like take the time to create any marketing or content that you might need um, for yeah. the new year so it's good that you have that option to just get going on that too yeah and I think it's pretty easy for people to be like oh well you have all this time now like you can do all these different things and honestly there's so many times where I beat myself up and think like you could be doing more with your time but I think the hardest part that I've taken as a creative during all of this and I know that's kind of like the buzzword a creative no I kind of like it now (laughs) I do yeah right we can't decide whether or not it's like the buzzword is it a good thing is it a bad thing whatever I don't care I'm a creative like that's what I call myself I'm a photographer but I dabble in music and do I'm, I'm going to be messing around with some other stuff like I'm hopefully going to start working with some video content and maybe some streaming or just trying different things but it's really hard for you to flip your ment- like that mental switch that's like you need to be inspired today um, especially when you're not able to work in the capacity that we were before and that we got used to and felt comfortable with um and feeling comfortable is a big part to creating art like don't get me wrong pushing your boundaries Mm -hmm. is amazing but being in a comfortable like mental space is so important for me personally um Mm -hmm. I know that's not for everybody some people like to really be pushed and uh and moved and and have things change on them but for me I thrive when I'm moving quick but I know I can push ahead and feel comfortable with what I'm doing Mm -hmm. so um it's definitely been tough uh I've been pretty good the past couple months. Um, I had a really busy fall with, with weddings and couple shoots and engagement shoots and so, which is easier to kind of operate, I guess, than bigger level events. But, um, mm-hmm. it can, yeah, no, I like, it's just, it's been, it's tough to really kind of get yourself going. Um, yeah. that being said, I think setting a routine definitely helps or like for just kind of like starting the process just like forcing yourself Mm -hmm. to do whatever it is um I think it's I've noticed I've noticed the same thing because it's like 
even a lot of my work now is like a bit creative and sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I'm so, I'm like in such a bad headspace or I'm so annoyed or like something just happened, it threw me off and now I don't want to touch this work at all. Like, but truly, like you said, if you can just start, (laughs) it almost switches your mindset to be able to do that creative work by just starting. But it really is like the headspace during a global pandemic is not the most um, conductive for creative flow (laughs) with reason. It's really not. It's really not, um, especially with the uncertainty going forward. I think that's the hardest part. Like if we had like a, like, this is like, a finite thing that we know here's the end date right mm-hmm. like that would give me a lot more clarity of how to change my business structure mm-hmm. but right now i mean i i know based so i talked about working for uh the premier league and stuff and i have talked with them about a game plan going forward and until we can start holding these big events for from eight to twelve thousand people over the course of a weekend um <laughs> yeah like being in a small confined space going crazy over some 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 a sport that's being played five hours time zone across the giant ocean away like mm-hmm. that's not happening for a while and I have for to a while. definitely yeah and that's I mean there's no better way to say it than other than the fact that that sucks but yeah. <laughs> um, it's disappointing it really is but we have like a game plan of uh how we're gonna kind of tell the stories that we want to tell um mm-hmm of different fans and their commitment to these clubs that they never really see in person unless they're stateside or they make the trip abroad. Um, mm-hmm. But that still involves flying and, and involves being around people. So while even when the vaccine goes out, it's going to be a bit before we're able to be normal again. Um, but just having that clarity of like, this is when we can start traveling safely again, even that mm-hmm. would help me. But I'm kind of having to face down the barrel that is uncertainty and go with it. Trust that I've set myself up and my reputation is like the work I've put in for my reputation will carry me and people mm-hmm. will still continue to book me. Um, good thing is I really don't have a lot of debt um, through mm-hmm. living pen- like penny pinching for so many years and um, never getting into bad spending habits of with credit cards and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm super thankful for that. But um it's going to revert back to how it was before. It's going to be a lot more ramen. Uh, <laughs> yeah. um, it's going to be just like, I don't know, just being smart with my money. Um, and within that kind of, now that I'm accepting that and seeing that my creative spirit has definitely t- taken a bit of a jump. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited about shooting, even though it's, we're getting into the coldest time of year up here where not much of it happens. I, I don't know. I'm just really inspired right now and whether or not that's creating or just getting through a backlog of editing. Um, I think, I, I don't know, just there's been a little bit of a flip, uh, like a light switch change lately. Um, yeah. Which is great. Like I need, I need to take those moments of optimism and run with them because they're, they're fleeting right now for a lot of us and not everyone has that. Um, so I'm just kind of hoping that we can kind of like, I, I'm seeing it too in my circles and I think you mm-hmm. have as well with, uh, with the, all of it, uh, volumes you've been putting it out. Um, mm-hmm. I think there's, it's cool to have a good group in your corner. I think, it, I think that's helping a lot. Yeah, definitely. And like you said too, I remember in the beginning of all of this, like April, May, 
even like June, July seems like a different life. I remember my dad kept saying like, just enjoy it. You'll never get this much time off ever again. And I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna like, not do nothing, but I'm just gonna relax and like be a little bit of a bum. But like, yep. it got to me like August, September, October, like were really bad. And like, I, I like didn't meditate. I have not picked up a camera. I, I didn't journal. Like I did literally nothing for myself. And now, like you said, now that we're facing so much uncertainty, it's almost like a boost to be like, all right, this is the long haul. Like, let's just start doing these little creative things as often as we can to just keep the spark alive. Because we don't know when it's going to end. So we might as well start adapting rather than trying to ride like, well, I guess riding the wave is adapting. But instead of like letting it play out and not doing anything like, you know what I mean? Yeah, kind of removing apathy from the situation almost yeah. because I definitely struggled with that. This, this, I got really apathetic. Like, I, I mean, it's easy to be like, that's dumb. Why are you doing that? But like, when you're going through it in the moment, you don't see it that way. There's like a mm-hmm. lot of factors that contribute to that feeling of apathy and um, getting down on yourself and feeling like, why is this happening type deal. And then mm-hmm. I just kind of, kind of remind myself that I'm like, this ain't permanent. Um, mm-hmm. This is, it's a, it's a blip. Um, and we have to be kind to ourselves right now more than Mm -hmm. ever. Um, and yeah, that's a lot easier said than done, but I think just treating it as, I guess, like a lesson of not even just the lesson, cause that's so easy, but it's, it's kind of cliche when people say like, oh, well, everything's a lesson. And I'm like, yeah, well, yeah. But like <laughs> some lessons you already know, you don't need to be re you don't need it hammered home. Like I didn't need a quarantine to learn how to handle my app. Mm-hmm. Like that's not, that's not how that works. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I feel like it's allowed me within like diving deeper into that sense of like, just screw this like apathetic like nonsense right like that's mm-hmm. where my head was going I kind of said okay well like if I'm gonna do some things I enjoy like let me at least push the boundaries of making myself feel comfortable so mm-hmm. a lot of the times that would be like I don't really want to work today I'll just play video games like when my head was like really bad um mm-hmm. and then I'd be like okay well if I'm gonna do that like let me at least make this so it feels like a challenge so I went and played games that I had like got in halfway through and really liked um but just i'm really bad at finishing uh certain projects <laughs> and being like no screw that i have a list and i'm going through these and i'm going to play like games that i thought were like too hard or something like that or maybe aren't my forte because like if i'm not immediately good at something i really struggle to keep going back to it yeah um so i'm like doing things like that and pushing over like small hills that may be insignificant in terms of like this video game does not matter. Like, I know it doesn't matter. Like, I'm not making money by playing God of War on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. But playing through it at a harder level or whatever, or doing something differently, or trying something that I'm, like, sitting down, and I have, I've been playing, like, racing video games as well. And, like, Mm -hmm. I am, compared to, like, the good players in those games, the good drivers, I am terrible. I, and I, it's just like, why I'm like yelling at myself, like, why do I keep spinning? Like, this is so hard. And then I got to remind myself that like, dude, you're playing something. This is tough. This is a simulation game and you got to like chill mm-hmm. out. And then like, that's definitely tempered my expectations of just like, I don't know. I think I'm working on the things that I was bad at through this almost mm-hmm. like sitting down and reading for more time. Um, my friend Jordan 
lent me a fantastic book that I have still yet to finish, but I have picked it back up again. It's called The Denial of Death. Um, mm-hmm. I think I talked to you about it one night when, yeah. I, when I started it, and it's a fantastic book, but I've just fallen so out of my reading habits that sitting down and reading is tough. So I think sometimes hitting that low has like allowed me to kind of then discover and work through things that I just wasn't good at working through before, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. No, it definitely I know I'm does. Circles on that, but it's pretty, it was eye opening. I kind of had a moment like a couple of nights ago where I was like, I like looked at myself and I was like, well, shit, <laughs> like you may not be exactly where you want right now. You might not be doing these really, really cool things um, in like in these cool cities. And I didn't know exactly what was planned for like the cities I was going to be in this year. I kind of find out a couple of months before and then roll with it or a month. But before at least the opportunities were going to be endless. The options exactly. were there. And that's what makes it so hard now because it's like the options not there. So there's no hope to like, oh my God, am I flying to... Miami next weekend to shoot X, Y, and Z. Like there's, it almost feels, it's so easy to feel hopeless or stuck. Um, And I'm glad that you had that moment of realization too, because like you said earlier, it's like, we have to be gentle with ourselves. And I mean, I am, have never in my entire life been someone who has um, had to deal with, I don't even want to call it depression in any way because that would be discounting people who actually experience it. But like, very, like, I felt very low, like at one point. Well, you point, can obviously. also be depressed. Like, that's a thing. Yeah, I know. I, st- I just struggle with that for some reason. I don't know why. Um, I, I understand but- it. It's like putting, you don't want to like make it, you don't want to belittle somebody who like deals with the struggle of mental health, like by saying, like, like almost comparing your struggle to theirs. But I, th- I also think it's important not to sell yourself short. Like a lot it's of people, true. depression is on the rise. And like, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about like the, the, the chemical actual depression that like the, the mental health issue disorder, but I'm talking about people are depressed. Like I know my mom's mm-hmm. going through it. Cause like her, her work life has changed pretty dramatically and um, she thrives like doing a lot. That's like what Mm -hmm. she loves. She loves to be out and about. And so like, she's been depressed. I can absolutely guarantee that. Mm -hmm. Um, And we've talked a lot about it and it's been like good conversations and I don't know. I'm don't put down your own struggle. Yeah. Obviously. Cause we're all going through it right now. We really are. Yeah. And it's so true. And honestly, I feel like I'm similar to your mom in that way in which, I mean, you know me, like, I feel like I'm always doing something. It doesn't need to be anything significant, but I'm like a very fast paced, go, go, go type of person. And like this period of time has really taught me to like try my best to be okay with doing nothing. Like genuinely have been um in a 700 square foot home for nine months like it really I mean I'm a different person and also the same but like a different person now that I've had to like sit with myself for nine months and like it is eye-opening really for sure that's the Mm -hmm. the biggest thing is like I didn't none of us planned for this so and when we first went into it it was kind of the whole cute idea that cool like I can pick up some like the things that I've wanted to do for so long and all these things and like I have like two months maybe or six weeks or eight weeks or to like do whatever remember that that was that was cute of us to to think this this would be over a long time ago but um 
as someone who's taken it very seriously, like I absolutely downplayed how bad this was going to be. I remember when I first found out about it, I think in February or January or whenever it was, um, my mom and I were talking about it and I was like, it'll be over. It, like, it's just the swine flu again. It's like, H1N, yeah. I don't know. This isn't a big deal, right? Like H1N1 was like all hyped up and swine flu and the bird flu, all those different ones. Mm-hmm. And then vaccine comes out. We're good. Like a couple of people get sick. A couple of people die. That's sad. Um, but we kind of go back to normal or never change normals, like our normality. And I thought that was what it was going to be. Um, thanks to this virus being worse and more contagious <laughs> as well as like poor government response time um, or lack thereof entirely. Um, it's definitely changed and changed like how we we've, uh, we've been through a lot. Like I, I, it's easy to be like, everyone has gone through this and we're like, okay, hold on a second. This is like a once in a lifetime, like crazy historical event. Like when was the last time the United States was shut down? like fully shut down like this. And obviously it's not like you can still go out to a store right now and do these different things. But like, I've never, I know. And I'm my lifetime experience isn't a lot. I'm like been on here for like 27 years and change, but um, I mean, my parents haven't seen anything like this ever mm-hmm. and their generation before, maybe they did with like polio and stuff like that. But like, even then mm-hmm. that's, that didn't, I don't know. I don't actually have the stats on hand and I'm not going to act like I'm a, <laughs> but, but this is, it's, I don't know. This is a lot for a lot of people. Um, and that's yeah. why I always tell people like this, it's important to be kind to yourself right now and not get down on yourself mm-hmm. for like gaining weight, being depressed, uh, not doing the things that you want to be doing. Um, for me, I have to remind myself, it's like, yo, like we were talking about, obviously the topic of this whole thing is freelance in COVID. But mm-hmm. for me, I have to like looking at, what I made last year and what I'm going to end up making this fiscal year, I need to remind myself consistently that it's not a me thing. Like it's not that mm-hmm. you did something wrong here. Cause it's really easy to like, look back. I've been doing this and it's really dumb of me looking back at work from like three years ago and be like, that was my peak. And that's not true at all. It's, I know it's not true, but like, I could have been, it's because I don't have anything to compare it to this year. Um, Mm -hmm. I've done some shoots and I've created some of my favorite art I've ever made, but there's a lot less of it. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's, it's, it's definitely tough. Um, no, it is. And I, I think back, like we were just saying to the times when we were like, ah, day 25 in quarantine, how funny. And it's like, this is the reality now. And we have to like put it into perspective that it's not, it's not we're not doing enough this year like we're doing all we can we're probably doing too much like we're doing so much um in the ways in which we're making ourselves feel like we're not enough because there are some people who are thriving and who have gotten these huge jobs and who have put out amazing things and it's like okay whatever like you probably were gonna do that anyway it doesn't even matter like that's not me unfortunately but like this is like you said a blip in the grand scheme of what what we're going through in life and hopefully from this we can just move forward and at least have the hope in our hearts of like the possibility of things to come you know like you said with work it's like just in regular life before this you anything could happen right <laughs> and that's oh, take, God, taking right. that away is what makes it so sad <laughs> 
I, I remember this last year. I remember getting a phone call on, I think, a Friday morning. I don't think it was Thursday. I think it was a Friday morning being like, yo, dude, like, we have a gig for you in Utah on Sunday. Can you fly out tomorrow morning? And I was just like, sick. Yeah, I'll get on the, I'm like, it was like, cool. Here's your plane details. Like, this is what you need to come by the office, pick up the gear and go. And I was like, hell yeah, man. Like I've never, or uh, it was Colorado. Uh, and I was like, I've never been to Colorado. This is going to be sick. Um, spent a really cold day in Colorado Springs working outside like a, one of those NHL open air uh, mm-hmm. matches, uh, games, and then spent a night in Denver uh, and then a morning in Denver and had a blast, met some cool people and then flew home the next day. Like I was gone for 18 hours and flew almost all the way across the country. And like those moments of like, this could happen today. Now it's like, you know what? Maybe I'll (laughs) order some different coffee from my favorite roastery today. You know, that sounds crazy. Oh, maybe I'll try this dish I haven't made yet or this cocktail I haven't made yet. Or I don't know. It's just, it's so different. It's so different. Um, And, and I think it's like going to allow us though, to be like a lot more grateful when we get back. I think it's like, that's for me at least. I, I was always very grateful and very humble of how lucky I am. Um, not to downplay my own hard work, but I'm lucky. I love my job. I love the people I work mm-hmm. with for the most part. Like obviously everybody has those gigs where you're like, I'm glad that's done, but um, I'm so blessed and so lucky. And, and, and I have a lot of great people in my corner. And I think I'm just going to be even more hyper aware of that coming out of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we're both definitely extremely um, aware people. Like before this, we kind of knew what was going on in terms of like enjoying the moment as it happened. But even more so now, I'm going to like cherish those moments. And it's, wait, can you hear me? I can hear you. Oh, it was like being really scratchy on my end. Um, But yeah, and like, it feels like we like or at least on my end like I've talked in circles so many times about this but like what Mm -hmm. else can you do (laughs) like what else can we do but analyze this situation over and over and over again that has taken over our lives for the last time yeah I know and um I think if anything the one thing I'm like really taking from it is that personal growth though I know that's like Mm -hmm. you should always kind of be working on yourself all these things but just between like settling back into a good therapy routine as well as having a lot of time to sit and think about what I need out of, out of things, Mm -hmm. which, um, as you know, obviously personal life for me has been like up and down this year. Uh, Mm -hmm. but I think for the ultimate, for the better, for me and the parties like involved around me, um, I think I've made the right choices, um, Mm -hmm. easy ones, but, but correct ones. Um, Mm -hmm. And like reminding myself that like, listen, man, you've been putting this stuff off because you've been too busy to deal with it. Or like maybe you just didn't realize it because you didn't have like the time to sit around and think about it. Um, mm-hmm. So just having to like, I've definitely had I've like come to find a new, like a newfound self, like level of self-respect and self-love that I didn't have before. Mm-hmm. Um, and as well as just like honesty and the ability to reflect more about like, okay, mm-hmm. like how can I operate within this space? uh and be a better person coming out of it i guess it's like been the, has been the big move for me what a insanely painful year and like stressful financially like give me another stimulus package but i mean what else can we do but grow through it really yeah give me my first one i never got my 1200 
No. I'm not kidding. I checked up on it. They're like, yeah, we can't find it. And then it was like over and I was like, okay, cool. Sick. So I never even got the 1200. No. Uh, not to go Are completely you off topic, but yeah, no, I'm not kidding at no, all. It was not great. Topic. I was like, I'm still mad about it. Um, Maybe it'll show up in your taxes. Because I'm kind of hoping. I'm, I really am. I think that that's what my accountant had said. It's like, well, it'll either end up coming off your taxes at the end of the year or you'll end up seeing it. And I'm like, okay, cool for either. <laughs> I'm like $1,200 yeah. is a month is a little over what I pay a month in rent plus utilities plus everything else that I have to pay for. Um, yeah. It's like so one life, month one of month expenses. of life. Yeah. That's literally what it is. And I, it's, it's depressing that that's all we get. And they're like, here, have a crumb as a treat. But like, <laughs> I'm like, you know, like I'll take, anything right now um mm -hmm. from that front but yeah sorry we just and, talked and off. we went very off topic no it's <laughs> all really related it, like it is I, I know everybody's gonna relate to that but i guess to to just like bring it back home um with the freelance it's like and now that i'm in that world i remember our first conversation I wasn't super like deep into the freelance world but now I have like four clients um and it's like if freelance work wasn't already a hustle and wasn't already uncertain to begin with this like exacerbated the fact that uh you better work your butt off and make sure you can pay your bills because there's not yeah. a lot of options out there which there actually are a lot of options depending on your field but it's just so right. much more uncertainty within an already uncertain job environment. Right. And like, yeah, we, I know we signed up for that. Like I, I, I understand mm -hmm. that um, going to work for yourself and freelancing is terrifying. Like mm -hmm. I, every, every time I even think about it, it is daunting. Cause I'm like, I, there, I don't have a fallback. Like my mm -hmm. fallback is getting a part-time job at like a, somewhere I hate for minimum wage like that is mm -hmm. pretty that's pretty scary but um mm -hmm. yeah I don't know it's definitely there's a lot of anxiety like that that comes with being a freelancer right now um I think it's probably harder on people who weren't established as in their field beforehand. I think anyone, a lot of people said there's never been a better time to start a business. I personally think that that is absolute bullshit. Um, like for, <laughs> yeah. a lot of, like not, I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Like, yeah, maybe if you have a lot of money, like maybe if you mm -hmm. are financially well off and you have now the time that you didn't have to start a business and great, I'm not going to, I'm not going to come at you for that. But like this, we, it's kind of like, remember how I talked a lot of trash on the, grind 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 attitude like last time we did mm -hmm. a podcast i think we're seeing it right now become the biggest issue like i I've, mm -hmm. i love hard work i love working hard i love pushing myself to the to the to the to the brink and like coming out the other side with some work i'm super proud of and yeah maybe they're like there's not a lot of sleep involved in that sometimes um i.e any of my premier league weeks they're hectic i almost never get to really really see the city except for having a couple hours on maybe a day or two of the eight days I'm there to like go out and do some stuff because I'm editing like and shooting almost all day. Um, mm -hmm. But I understand that sometimes you just need a moment to like breathe. And what I'm seeing from the same people who like hyped up that, like you have to be grinding every day and working harder because someone's always working harder than you. What I'm seeing them do now is regurgitate that same attitude when people do not have that, like, 
the mental capacity to do so or the financial yeah. means to do so. Um, and it's like good to like, I get inspired by people who talk about that all the time. Like I'll throw on a Kobe speech and the next thing I hear and the next thing is like, <laughs> or like, like I watched the uh, Michael Jordan uh, documentary that was on 30 for 30, the ESPN series. So good. Fan- yeah. I like wanted to run through a brick wall after watching Michael Jordan, like the way he worked. Um, yeah. It's like, oh, I'm not working hard enough. And though that's an important thing is to like remind yourself to work harder, but it leaves out the other part of the situation. It's like, mm-hmm. not everyone's cut out for that, man. Like, not everyone can be Michael Jordan. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. <laughs> not everyone can relentlessly work at that. And there are drawbacks by doing that. Like, Michael Jordan was an asshole. Let's be very candid. Mm-hmm. When he played, he was the worst. Like, being they even said it in the documentary. Show. Yeah. Scotty had issues with him. Like everyone had issues with Michael, but they understood that he was doing it for the betterment of himself of like becoming a legend. But I think it's important mm-hmm. to weigh out like to you specifically, do you want that? Or do you want to be like balanced or do you want something entirely different? Like we don't all have to subscribe to the same path. And I think it's kind of important mm-hmm. right now more than ever to look at what you need, like mentally, physically, financially, and then make your decisions. Like, yeah, maybe it's a little hard to make that decision right now because a lot of people don't have the means to like start that business like I talked about. But I think it's given us time to think about what we want. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's cool. For me, like I have loosely talked to you about the idea of maybe moving LA to LA. Um, mm-hmm. That definitely got pushed back. Uh, I'm going to have to build my business back up. So I have a fallback when I move to LA of like a decent amount of money sitting in an account somewhere that I'm not touching Um, Mm -hmm. because I'm not expecting to move to LA and immediately take off. But I do understand Mm -hmm. that that could be a good decision for me in the long run. And while LA is definitely not a permanent solution for me, like I don't, I I, I can't see myself living there forever. um, I can see myself going out there for 10 years and just like, just really destroying what I thought I was capable of. And then, meeting new people, doing things I never thought I could. And then, I don't know, after that, I'll do my whole, I'm going to go run off to the woods and live in a cabin. And if you need me, I'll fly out, but I'm chilling here for now. Like Mm -hmm. that's, and I think that that's, it's become more clear to me. Like when this is over, like I am just go, I'm going full pedal to the metal for a bit. Like I'm, and I can't Mm -hmm. wait. Um, But that level of like self-reflection and honesty with what we're saying and the messages we're conveying, I think is pretty important, if that makes sense. Yeah, it definitely does. And I think, like you said, it's a balance of reflection right now, but also almost like future planning in terms of like nothing set in stone, but to get yourself pumped up and excited for everything you now realize you want to shift. Like Mm -hmm. I know the last year and a half I haven't had a ton of money because I've been doing freelance and like this is I'm living so far away from home with no support from family whatsoever um so it's like I haven't had as much money to travel and I love traveling and that brings my life so much like light and meaning so I know after this like I want um a job that of course pays me enough money to live but also one that allows me the flexibility to enrich my life in ways that I actually want to, and not just be like, it's so easy for me to be lazy and like, uh, maybe tomorrow, like, you know me, like we'll make a plan. And that same morning I'll be like, don't worry if you have to cancel, I'll just sleep in all day. (laughs) It's like, which we both love that. (laughs) I know it is the code. Anybody who's my friend listening to this will know 
what I mean when I've texted you that. But it's like, yeah, as if absolutely. I don't do the same thing with you, Angel. Like I do no, the same thing with you. No. Trust me, we're the same person when it comes to that. <laughs> so I get that. And it's like fine because like I want to still be balanced, but at the same time, it's like I do want to take advantage of life more because I yeah. I definitely miss it <laughs> in all the ways well, as we all. Do. We've had time stolen from us, and time is really short like Mm -hmm. and we've had a we're gonna have over a year of our life completely stolen from us and like those moments that come with it like that's hard and like it's definitely affected us in ways that like our being like an artist right or being like a creative in any sort is a lot of that is drawn to like a very personal connection to yourself like it's not just you're not just going to work at and this this is no not shaming any other job here i, I want to make that super clear but like because i without those things like i love them too and like certain people have the the passion for like maybe you work at a coffee shop right and you love mm-hmm. coffee like maybe the place you're doing is doing like a cool roast and you're super proud of what you're doing that's important um and like some people don't want their personal life to mesh with their their professional but for me my personal life and professional life are the same like Mm -hmm. i can't just have like a twitter and tweet out whatever i want even though i kind of do anyway um like Mm -hmm. i can't like everything is linked to my name like my personal life and the stuff that i love i try to capture with a lens and then that Mm -hmm. then becomes my work like Mm -hmm. if i'm not feeling it that day like and uh, I mean, if I have like a work obligation, like if I have a wedding on a Saturday, I wake up and I'm ready for that wedding. But if I wake up on a Saturday and I don't want to go out and sh- I have it free and I don't want to go shooting, I'm not going shooting. Like if I'm not in the headspace to go out and do it, I'm not gonna. Um, mm-hmm. And I don't know. I think that like, that's what makes this hard is that I don't, I think that the way that it's affected our mental state is affected us like wanting to create. And I've, we've talked about that at length, but I think, the biggest part from it is like how do i how do i phrase this i guess because we're put into like this terrible mental spot right um mm-hmm. and we've missed out on all these professional things we've missed out on that as well as personal experiences like mm-hmm. all at once and i think mm-hmm. that's the hard part is like understanding that our work is on pause for the most part like yeah we're op- we're, we're functioning but barely Mm-hmm. Um, but also like those personal moments, like I'm not going to sit here and act like I didn't suck that I couldn't celebrate my birthday or probably again, cause my birthday's in March. Like we went on <laughs> lockdown two weeks before it. Um, mm-hmm. I was supposed to like celebrate and have some fun with some friends. And then I know that seems like there's like, it's kind of, I always think of like that. There are people dying, Kim, but like, <laughs> I know that people always like in the grand scheme of things missing a birthday ain't that big of a deal but like Mm -hmm. we only have so much time it's not finite here and we don't know Mm -hmm. when that time is up and like I don't know what comes next so I'm not gonna act like I got more lives to live like I have no idea so Mm -hmm. I want to live more purposefully when like when I come out like I want to definitely like I've been meaning to go do a a, a trip abroad or to go to Canada or whatever, right? Like I'm going to find ways to make that happen. I'm going to do the things that Mm -hmm. I need to do to make that happen because I see what happens when a year gets completely and totally stripped away from Mm -hmm. me. Um, And I'm in my late twenties, man. I should be having a blast. Like this should be the golden age. Like I should be having the coolest experiences and living unhindered, so to speak. Like I don't have the responsibility that's going to weigh me down yet. Like, yeah, of course I have like a, uh, X amount of dollars I need to make uh, to to live uh, in whatever fashion that is, 
but um I just want to be able to like do those things now. I like, I, and I'm going to make them mm-hmm. more of the priority, which before it was like, I'll do that sometime. I, mm-hmm. I don't know when, but I always said sometime and sometime never mm-hmm. came. So now it's like, okay, how can I make things happen going forward? How can I like take the lessons I've learned and just live and, and, and not forget them as well? Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I hope you don't. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if a global pandemic can't teach us, what the hell will? <laughs> it's so true. And I mean, everything you said is so relevant. And I, I, it's just so much. I, I, again, we, we could talk in circles forever because it's just so real. And like my biggest fear in life has always been time slipping away and it has literally slipped away. Like I fully cannot remember anything, but maybe. 10 or 20 things in the last nine or 10 months. Like it's very scary. And I do hope that like, I don't know when it will be maybe three, four years from now when life is like fully back to normal that we never, ever, ever take it for granted again. Absolutely. Yeah. And I mean, I lived with you. I saw like the amount of FOMO you get from just like anything. Like if like you're not exactly. Um, I'm FOMOing my own life. I'm not even FOMO other people's shit. I'm just, like, ready to live. Right? I know. I just want to go, like, I just I just miss drinking, like, a cheap beer at a bar with my friend at 2 o'clock in the morning because, like, on a Tuesday night because neither of us can sleep. So we're like, screw it. Let's go mm-hmm. grab a beer type deal. Like, those moments to me are everything. Like, mm-hmm. being able to sit down at, like, a dimly lit bar where you're paying, like, in cash for, a do- like, like, two bucks and you can just grab a pint or whatever, right? Like, um, someone hitting you up at like 11:30, being like, "Hey, man, I'm free in like 30 minutes. So you want to go do something at some random place?" Like, those moments are the best. And not having them now, it's like, don't get me wrong. I've definitely this year hasn't been as bad as it has been for some people. Um, mm. but my like list of like moments that I really enjoyed now are a lot different. Um, mm-hmm. I'm lucky that I play video games because I've met a lot of really cool people this year over the internet, anything. And mm-hmm. some of which I've made, I've met through other real life people that I know. Um, like I have a group that does like group game nights a lot. So like the human connection is still there. And I live with mm-hmm. two wonderful roommates that I really, really do enjoy living with. Um, after moving from a scenario that like wasn't great for me. Um, Mm -hmm. so now I'm in a house that I feel comfortable in since September, um, with a space that feels good with people Mm -hmm. that feel good. And I'm just ready to like, have that unhindered, like attitude going forward. I think that's really Mm -hmm. what it is. It's like, now that my home life is so good and I'm so confident and so like ready to tackle it, I'm just ready to get back out. But now it's like the, Mm -hmm. I mean, you know, this, you lived in Massachusetts growing up, like the the winters are hard on us um mm-hmm. i think my buddy greg says it best greg uh marquis sings in a great band called actor observer um and he always talks about like like the new england blues like that new england cold just those mm-hmm. months where it is just hard to be a human so mm-hmm. um i'm just really happy that like we're able to like learn from this but i just really want us to like t- like remember these things like okay mm-hmm. like you were upset about this, you fixed this, like, don't do it again type deal. Or like, Mm -hmm. why are you hesitating on this? Like, go make something happen thing. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, 
I don't know. Or even too, like having so much time with Blake at home, we can have these like moments where we're like, oh my gosh, we are just spending every waking hour together, which like is amazing 99% of the time, but human beings do have their ups and downs. But like, what about after this when like, we're super busy and we may not get the chance to like be with each other as much. Like it's, it's stuff like this. It's just, we're just learning to cope with it as we go. And eh. it, it's all, we're doing good right now. That's the thing. It's all a learning yeah. experience for us. I think that's, that's, that's crucial. It didn't work out for me and Mag's girlfriend, but like, I think that we needed, if anything, it gave us time to like really make the clear decision that it wasn't working. And like, mm-hmm. I have no ill will there at all. Like, I mean, if, I'm, if anything, like I'm happier now, I can guarantee you she is too. And like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm super happy. Like that makes me happy knowing that the right decision was made. Like, yeah, was mm-hmm. it hard? Like, yeah, have we gone through like struggles because of it? Um, and like you talked about like spending so much time together definitely brings out the best and worst in people. Um, mm-hmm. So like, I can only imagine, luckily me and my roommates kind of like, we do our own thing a lot. Like we talk within the mm-hmm. communal spaces and we're planning some like fun nights coming up with like the cold Friday night, like just game nights and throwing one of our old consoles in there and like getting drunk and playing Mario Kart or something like that, right? <laughs> um, but I mean, you know me, I need my alone time. Um, mm-hmm. And if anything, this year has like really taught me of like how to ex- embrace that as well as mm-hmm. like find the energy to see people like, oh my God, I can't wait to just see all my friends and give them hugs again. And like probably wear myself down, but like, <laughs> yeah, part, I know, I know we're going to overcorrect. Like we're just, we're going to be sloppy messes for a bit, but I'm just ready for that, man. I'm ready for like that, like sloppy, like, I know that's such a weird word to use, but like sloppy decision-making is like what I'm ready for again. Like I want those, like those moments of just like, this is a terrible idea. Let's do it. Like, yeah, and that's like, the thing uh, too. like going to Vermont at, at 12 o'clock at night. That's an hour ah. and a half away to get two drinks at a bar and then go to bed and get literally no sleep. That's what I mean. It's like even sloppy, like gives me all the scary vibes of like endangerment of drinking, but I know exactly what you mean. It's like those last minute decisions you don't have to think about. Life is like on a whim and it's just, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Like yeah. not being reckless, but being reckless. I mean, we talked about how how jobs and our lives in general are so wrapped up in everything that's going on. And I mean, unless you had anything else you wanted to add in terms of like work or life um, and, and anything you're doing to help you move forward, I guess we can make it forward facing at the ending. But I feel like we covered so much, too. Yeah, we definitely have. And I know how we talk. We talk in circles. I mean, <laughs> we can talk for hours. The, the funny thing is that I feel like this is one of those things that you literally can't talk for hours about because it's so prevalent right now. Um, mm-hmm. I just think it's really, like I said, I think the most, it's that stupid, savvy cliche, but like we have to be kind to ourselves. Like I need to remember that like, dude, you created some of your favorite promotional work. You had an out, you had a photo you used for album art this year. Um, which I will plug Handmade House here for that. Uh, I love those boys. They have absolutely kept my creative spirits high in a year where I didn't have a whole lot of reason for that. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, all my wedding clients did the same. And my friend Katya, who I shoot portraits of all the time, it's like remembering like, okay, like you have awesome people in your corner. You're creating art that you could not have created 
before this because you weren't you didn't have this like level of experience um mm-hmm. do be happy with that like these these are moments that yeah maybe they're a lot like more in there's more time in between you than you'd like or like maybe things aren't working out the way you'd like them to work out but like if it wasn't i, I think i've become more grateful so like mm-hmm. there's been so much um the people i work with now seem to be more friends because it's like the people mm-hmm. that i'm comfortable around obviously and who are like i can trust to make the the, the smart decision in terms of our own health and the health mm-hmm. of our families um and so like those people like like i mentioned handmade house like tucker mason i mean and josh have really been in my corner consistently being like dude we need you to like come out to la like you have to work like because they just moved out to la so they're just like dude mm-hmm. come to la we need you like you i've directed a lot of their creative direction for a bit when it comes to mm-hmm. like photo direction um mainly just by talking with tucker and figuring out what works and knowing that people still give a shit is like you got to remember that like you got to consistently mm-hmm. back yourself up and you got to back yourself is what it is so mm-hmm. like look at what you did and maybe you didn't do anything like since this quarantine started and that is okay but like mm-hmm. you have to like look back at what you did that was good and be like that path hasn't changed it's just been put on pause for a minute like it's up to you that when this is over like how do you want to approach it and like yeah maybe you're mm-hmm. gonna have to pivot like i'm ha- gonna have to pivot that's for sure like my my work will not be the same for a couple of years absolutely but mm-hmm. i just really hope that we can have more of these kind of conversations with with each other um mm-hmm. and, and approach it with empathy because uh, i think that misses from a lot of the conversation i think a lot of it mm-hmm. is like, like well what else are you doing with your time and i'm like first of all not your concern like i'm handling my own stuff like hello like i need this moment but yeah um, we need to approach it not from that but we need to approach it from the angle of like okay listen like stuff might have gotten rough on some people like it it's mm-hmm. inevitable but and more now more than ever but like how can we communicate with each other in a way that is like thoughtful caring purposeful and like how can we use that to drive us forward when we come out of this um mm-hmm. and i i don't know i think those conversations have made my anxiety go down a lot because i've been more anxious than, and i struggle with anxiety i have since like middle school i mean probably earlier but mm-hmm. i didn't really know how to put a, a a title on it um but like I'm less anxious now than ever because I know that like when my time comes, I'm not letting it slip. Like I'm I'm stoked. Mm-hmm. I cannot wait. Um, it's been the hardest year of my life in terms of like my professional life. Um, I'd say even harder than the times when I was only eating peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for like and top ramen for like every meal. Uh, shout out Malden. Shout out Malden. Uh, like I, I love was, ramen. I don't care. I I will make no apologies for it. Give me some sriracha in that shit, and I will go to town. But I don't know. It's been like the hardest year for sure because like things have changed so heavily. And like, mm-hmm. yeah, my finances aren't looking great going forward, but like, that's not what's stressing me out right now. What's stressing me out mm-hmm. is that like, I can't create the art I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's important. Like I got to be kind, like it's all I can mm-hmm. do. I just, I'm just prepping. That's what it is. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm redesigning that my makes website. Me excited. Things like that. Yeah. And I'm really excited to like, like work with my friends in ways that I want to. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to like go out and create those memories that for myself, for others and um, yeah, just move forward from it more than anything. So 
Hopefully 2021 oh, nice. second half offers us offers us some nice some nice moments. I'm excited. Me too. I miss moments. And I think actually I got something huge from what you just said uh, to really like tie a bow on it all is the conversations we've been having during all of this are like could make me tear up. Like like thinking mm-hmm. about the conversations that I've had with friends, with family, with Blake, like the most vulnerable conversations and empathetic conversations that I've ever had. Cause we are literally all in pain right now in so many different ways. Yeah. It's like, we've never been so honest about what we're going through. So the, the conversation piece um, and the way in which we can communicate with people during this time has been so different and so beautiful and so painful. Um, but yeah, I can't wait for some memories and moments because isn't it also scientifically proven that right now, since we're not doing much, our short-term memories being affected. So like, that's literally why we don't remember things. I mean, it has to I feel be, like right? I read like, that. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't be shocked because as someone who like prides himself of having like kind of a, not, I don't want to say picture perfect a good memory. memory, but like I got a ridiculous memory and I do not remember like the days of the week lately. Like, Mm-hmm. to the point where like what did it do was that yesterday the day before the, when did we do that I'm like really mm-hmm. struggling with things and um I'd really implore people to like safely get out of the house like if they can like whether mm-hmm. that if you have a driver's license just getting in your car and going for a drive like I've been doing that it's been helping me a lot um I've been trying to get out into nature like into places where people aren't um mm-hmm. And if people happen to be around me being very like careful with my space and giving them the respect that they deserve while we share a space that we both know is very good for us. Um, mm-hmm. I went for, I went for a, like a walk slash hike with my parents and um, cause I quarantined before Thanksgiving and then just drove up cause I only mm-hmm. live like 40 minutes away. It's so easy. I'm lucky. Like I'm very lucky. Like I obviously know that like you couldn't like make, you did make that one trip happen, but you had to be, you had to go through hoops, like absolute hoops. Yeah. <laughs> and be so careful um and i just think though being able to do the things though like with family if you can uh, mm-hmm. if you're being safe about it and if you can just for yourself even by yourself like mm-hmm. if you have a roommate even dragging them along go for a walk somewhere mm-hmm. like get out of whatever city you're in um go for a walk around your neighborhood like if it's quiet like and i'm not saying like mm-hmm. obviously that's not easy for people like who live in downtown new york to go do but like just try to like do something that makes you happy um because yeah. we all and need there's it. safe we all ways to do things there are it's like you don't have to go out to a bar with your friends right now like that's not the move but like Mm -hmm. i don't know go have a social park with them six feet away yeah that's what i'm saying go to have a socially distanced picnic like yeah that's the coolest idea you gotta enjoy like good drink good food and good atmosphere with friends while being safe and concerned like for yourself like do those things right now i think more than anything so yeah jason i miss you now i miss you too i miss uh I miss you. I miss a lot of friends right now too. I miss I miss Me our little too. group hang. It was always so much fun. Yeah. Same. So soon well, enough. Twenty twenty one. Yeah, twenty twenty one, baby. I'm ready. I'm ready for you. And, and then maybe next time, if it's like this next year, we'll make another podcast, being like, "Well, how naive we were." <laughs> next December, wait I for can't, it, baby. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. <laughs> That makes me cackle. Imagine. <laughs> I <would> cry. <laughs> We're like going to be the dried out sponge from SpongeBob. Like, literally, no life. I don't need it. I need it. But it's actually human interaction instead of water. 
That's insane. Oh, well, thank you. I know it's getting late there, um, but thanks for being my pilot episode back into the pod and for taking time to be vulnerable with me and for sharing all these thoughts with whomever may listen. So I appreciate you. Listen, for you, I could talk for hours. Even if it wasn't for you, I could talk for hours. For <laughs> <laughs> but for you, it's always a pleasure. I love coming on and, and speaking from the heart because obviously that's what you and I do best. Um, and I, I hope that other creatives out there, um, if they are struggling like we are and they hear this, like understand that there's like some like level of solace there. Like we're in this one together. Um, just support your friends and what they do if you can, if you have the financial means to do so. Um, if you're not a creative and, and your job may not have been affected or maybe you just had a good stroke of luck this year, like try to help out your friends. Like mm-hmm. I'm not advocating for myself or anybody else right now, but I know that all of us would appreciate it. Um, in a year where we're definitely filled with a little bit of like apprehension uh, in our, in our own choices. Um, having that level of support is, is beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. I know I felt it from, from friends and, and, and from family and, and from strangers. And I think that that's the one thing we need to do more is like show our support, show our love, just however, however possible. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in. I might be back. I might not. I'd make my own choices. So we'll see where this podcast goes. Until next time.